appreciate everybody being out here today. Thank y'all so much. Uh, if you remember last week, we studied, we started a series on availability, being available. So many times in our lives, if we would just be available for God, He wants to work through us. Uh, we, we talked last week, uh, and this is kind of the motto that this church is, is, since I've got here, this was kind of the thing behind what they did. The first thing, the most important thing is we want to, folks to know God. We want to introduce people to Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, that, that they can have life and have it more abundantly. And by knowing God in the free pardon of sin, uh, we find freedom. We're able to show people how through just, just having a relationship with Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, uh, they, they find freedom. <coughs> and then the next thing that, that we want people to do is to know that God created everybody for a purpose, on purpose, to do a purpose. And that's what we want you to find here is that you have a purpose. Every person God's ever created has a, a purpose and when uh, you discover that serving others, we want to be a church that is a serving church that, that serves people, that loves people, that, that, and, and through you serving people, you'll, you'll find your purpose in life. Last week we talked about a successful life or a significant life. And, you know, that, that, that's the thing I want us to look at is we don't really want to be successful. I don't want to be a successful person I want to be a significant person. I want to, when I'm dead and gone, I want to have made an impact on the, the people around me, the people I've come in contact with day in and day out. I want to leave people better than I find them. My whole heart's desire is that every person I come in contact with, that I'd leave them better than I found them, and that, that, that the only way I can have a significant life is to let God work through me not on me or to me, not not to me, but through me. And and this is what I want us to look at is that, you know, learn how to see God-given opportunities. So many times we walk through life, we're not focused on anything other than increase, ourselves increase, increase about me. And when we start looking at this, is God give me opportunities to be able to do things for other people, to serve other people, to be around other people, to influence other people. These God-given opportunities uh gives me the ability to let God shine through me. But most of the time, when God sends us to a place or He gives us opportunity, it's not going to look like somebody standing on the corner handing out $100 bills. It's going to look like somebody standing on the corner saying, i got a problem, I need help. i got problems, I need help. Because, you know, most of the time, opportunities come to us. It's going to be a chore. It's going to be some type of work. It's not going to look like a, 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 a brilliant... Uh, successful business plan is going to come through work. And that's what last week we looked at uh, King David. We looked at his life. We started studying a little bit on it. Uh, we're still the same premise as that. You know, David's father came to him. Chapter 17, verse number 17 and 18. It says, Then Jesse said unto his son David, Take now for your brothers... Uh, this ephraim of bread, uh, I mean of, dry, of these dried grains, and these ten loaves, and run your uh, run to your brothers uh, and to uh, at the camp, and it says, and carry these ten cheeses to their captains of the thousands, and see how your brothers are faring, and bring back the news of them. David's dad wanted to inquire on how his older three sons that was serving in Saul's army was, 
But you know, David's great opportunity to lay the giant, to, to kill Goliath, was not a, a, a call to battle. It was a call to serve his brothers, to do an errand for his dad. And that, that's what is so important for us to be able to look at. Last week, we, we wanted to, the theme was that our opportunity that God was giving us was to serve others. Uh, this week, the, surface, uh, the opportunity I want us to look at is that how God gives us the ability to give, uh, that, that through us giving, uh, that that gives us the opportunity. God opens up all kind of doors through our obedience through giving. Now, I'm not just talking about money. That's the first, and I can see it on some of you's face. There he goes. No, it's not about the fact of money. It's the fact of us being and doing and, and taking care of these things right here. You know, if we learn to give God the first of everything we got, not just your money, but you know, God wants the first of everything, and it, it, it's throughout the Bible. He talks about this to the children of Israel uh, through a tithe. You know, a tithe is not a tenth. It's not just a tenth. It's always the tithe of the first. He wants the first of everything that they had, and that's the same way with us today. God wants us to give Him the first of everything. Genesis 1-1. This is something that everybody needs to, to, to figure out. The very first scripture in the Bible says, In the beginning, God. So before you start anything, before you do anything, the first thing you need to look to is God in your life. He needs to be the head of everything that's taking place. And when, when God gives you an opportunity or does something to it for you, we ought to be, and, and that's by our giving, giving God our time, giving God the talent. He's blessed. Man, this church is so talented. I've never seen a church that had more talent of folks being able to, to sing and to speak and, and, and through the, uh, the dramas. There's just so much talent in this church God has given us. But how much of that talent are we really giving to God? How much are we using for ourselves? Exodus 22-29, it says, You shall not delay to offer the first of your ripe produce. Now this is God here in Exodus right after He gives us the Ten Commandments. These are still statutes that God is setting up. And He is, 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 is given to Israel on, Hey, if you want to be my chosen people, this is how you are to operate in everything in your life. Now you've got to understand, this was a mindset, a whole lifestyle. Everything that was done was based off of how they, they lived by producing fruits and vegetables and, and, and grains. That's their livelihood. Everything about their life consisted of being able to grow a good garden and good wheat fields and good, you know, corn. He says everything that, he says, but, but, but I want you to understand. He says, I don't want there to be no discussion or, or, or after you've got done doing what you want to do, then you can give to me. He says, don't delay in giving me the first of, not the last of. Now, you may be one of them that give 20 or 30% of what you make. That's good and great, but when does it come in? Are you giving God 20 or 30% of the first, or are you giving Him what you got left over? And there's a big difference here. If you're not giving God the first of what you've got, the first of what He's blessed you with, if you're not giving Him the first of that, then it's not an a offering to Him. Now, I want you to understand, God says, I want it first. I want you to put me first in your life. I want you to put me first in everything about your life. Put me first. When we set up this giveaway out, it's amazing, and people, you know, I could see it at 3 o'clock in the morning or, 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 or 10 o'clock on Thursday night when, when you know, everything's direct deposit, most of us get paid that way. 
And it's funny that the uh, email would pop up, so-and-so's gift, so-and-so, you know, and you kind of started to see the pattern. Uh, and I'm not saying, I mean, some folks may get paid and they write the check, and, you know, that's the first thing they do whenever they go to do. This is what God's saying is, I want this from you. I want to be first in your life. And everything, trust me, was the first part of it. It says, you should not delay to give an offering of the first of your ripe produce, of your juices, the firstborn of your sons you shall give to me. Likewise, so shall you do with your ox and your sheep. It shall be with his mother seven days. And on the eighth day you shall give it to me, and you shall be holy men to me. If we expect to be a peculiar people, set apart for God, by God, for God's purpose, we got to learn to give Him the first of what we get. The first of our times. The first of our efforts. The first of our energies. Now, just, just, just bear with me. Leviticus chapter 27, verse 30. It says, And all the tithe of the land, whether of seed of the land or of fruit of the trees, is the Lord's. It is holy. That's what I'm talking about. The first that God blesses you with. The first that everything that God does for you. I mean, when God, you wake up in the morning of your day, the first part of your day ought to be devoted to God. Why? Because if you're giving Him the first fruits, it's set aside and it's holy. If you're giving Him leftovers, it's common. It's not of God. It's not a sacrifice. It's not an offering to Him. It's just what you've learned to do. We've got to learn as God's people if we want to be blessed and used by God, we've got to do things God's way. You know, a lot of times we'll go low life and everything will be great and it'll be good, but when we get to that point where we're always giving God our leftovers, and then we want to look around and say, why is my life the way it is? It's because we have not set aside and done what God has called His people to do. We're not operating under it. We, 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 we may be doing all of it, but we're doing it out of order. And when it's not in God's order, then it's not ordained by Him. It's not functioned by Him. It's not, it's not going to be blessed by Him that way. Jeremiah 2, chapter, I mean, chapter 2, verse number 3. Israel was the holiness to the Lord. You've got to understand this. God's people was holy to Him. He looked at it as... as, 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 as as this was, this, this, this is a holy people, this is a set apart people, this is a blessed people. It says, the first fruits of his increase. God looked at Israel. He give Israel up as this, he was looking at it as this is my sacrifice. This is the first of my increase and I'm setting it aside. I'm making it holy. And if we would learn to do our lives that way, why? Because it says all them, uh, all that devour him will, will offend. And it says, disaster will come unto them, says the Lord. You look at the people that's come against Israel through the years. How much, and I know if you look at the Middle East right now, and you look at, it, at, it, at how small Israel is, but look how the Lord has is, is cursed these nations that's come against them. You look at, the, if you look at Iraq and all those places over there and how they live life, how, 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 how still in the world we live in today, it's a impoverished nation. They're living in, in... Now, they are rich people over there and all the oil contained there. And, but you look at these people. Most common people over there are peasants. They're starving to death. There's disease running rampant over there. Why? Because they have come against God's holy, first set-apart people. They are coming against them. And God, it says right here, disaster will come to them. The first is to set aside for God. You think about this. I, there's going to be four things in a minute you're going to need to write down, but I want you to understand. The first, always the first of everything God gives to you needs to be set aside for the Lord. Deuteronomy 14.23, and it says, And the Lord 
Uh, and thou shalt eat before the Lord thy God in a place which he shall choose, uh, and which he shall choose a place for his name to be. It says, and a tithe of the corn and of the wine and of the oil and of the firstling of thy herds and of thy flocks, that thou mayest learn to fear the Lord thy God always. When you learn that God has established an order in the way that you need to do things, that when you start setting the first of everything God has given you, when you set it aside first, not after, then, 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 then that's how we learn to fear the Lord. That's how, what is fear of the Lord. It means how you respect God, how you live for God, how you even view God. Most people's view on God today is, and I'm going to take the offering plate for example, you pass it down through there, you pull a couple of bucks out and throw it in just to where people see you doing something. But you put no thought into that offering. You put no thought into that tithe. You put nothing in. I mean, all you've done is just where people see. And God knows. He says, hey, if you can't give cheerfully, don't give. There's so many of us in life that are not willing to give sacrifice time that God has blessed us with so much time. He's like, preacher, what are you talking about? We got time to do ball, and we got time to do uh, all these extra. Cra- I mean, hunting and fishing, and I am preaching to myself, buddy. I got time to do everything I want to do. Why? Because I'll sacrifice my devotion time to God. I'll sacrifice sleep to go hunting. I'll sacrifice time with my family to do this stuff right here. But am I setting aside time, the first fruits of what God has given me? Am I setting that aside that where God can bless me and use me? Four things in my life to make God first. Four things to make God first in my life. The first thing is, is we need to give God first part of our year. 2020 is just getting started. It's the start of a new decade. We're starting a, a, a new year. And it's still close enough in the first quarter we can go change everything that we've been doing. Look at what you're doing now. Are you setting apart time for prayer and fasting? And, 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 and doing without, are you setting apart that time in your life? This, this, the, 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 when you, the first part of the year is most important in sales, will, I mean, this is what we've always said. Our first quarter determines how our year goes. How we start the year in our sales and our job determines how our year will finish up. Most of you that company, the, the, the people above you say how you start the year is how you'll finish the year. If you start strong and you're doing good in sales and you're, and, and we're making our quotas, this is what God said. If you'll set the first part of your year aside for me to change the way you've done everything in the past, start this year off to where God is getting the first of everything I've got, my time, my talents, my treasures. Understand these things right here. The second thing is, is to give God the first of your month. Now, this is something that's going to be hard for us to do. So many of us in life need to go back and look at scheduling and budgeting. Why? Because some of us are so busy, our calendar is so full, we can't got time to work God in nowhere. The rest of us are so chaotic that we ain't got time to work God in there nowhere. We have no system. We have no operating system. You know, I preached, I can't remember, I think it was Wednesday night about priorities. Is that when I preached on priorities? Was it Wednesday night I preached on priorities, I think? It's like what's important we need to have out there because if we don't take and do what's important, if we don't have a priority list set up, the urgent, something that just pops up out of the blue will take part, it'll take precedence over what's important to us. There's so many of us in life that we're going along and everything we work out of, we're really and truly, we're living in that. We're, we're, we're living in, it's just by the seat of our pants. It's just whatever comes up, whatever's pressing us the hardest today is what we do. Instead of having a set, a set time, a set schedule, how we purposely put God into our lives, budgeting, the next thing we need to do, we need to look at what God has blessed us with. When you get your check, 
When you get paid every week, every month, every two weeks, however it is, you need to set the first part of what God has given you. You need to set the first part of that aside for Him. Not to give Him the remainder of what's left over because a lot of our lives, we're giving God what's left over and He's blessing us the same way we're giving. Can I get that? Anybody agree with me there? I mean, am I, is, is, is the Bible said, I'll, I'll prove it to you in a minute. Malachi chapter number 3, verse number 10, it says, Bring all the tithe into the storehouse. It says that, my, uh, that there may be food in my house. And try me now. You need to look at verse number 10. This is God telling you. You need to try. God's saying, test me. Try me. Put this to the test. It says, if you'll bring food into my house, if you'll bring that tithe into the storehouse. It says, it says the Lord of hosts, it says, if, not, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out, for you a such a blessing that there will be not room enough for you to receive it. You gotta understand it. God says if you do what I've called you to do, if you'll give me the time that I've blessed you with, if you'll give me that which you desire and you treasure so much, if you'll give me the first fruits of that, he says, then I can bless that so much that there ain't room in your bank account, in your time, daily, weekly schedule planner. What, folks, this is what I'm trying to get across to you. If we'll do it God's way, then there's always plenty. Amen. There's always an excess. That the storehouses will be, it says He'll run over. He'll run it over for us, but we gotta do it His way, and we gotta bring it to Him first. Malachi verse number 11, and it says, I will rebuke the devourer. Think about that. If we bring God the first fruits of our tithes, that there is meat, food in His, it says that He'll pour out a blessing that we can't contain. And that devour, the thing that's after you the most, the thing that's tearing at your family, the thing that's tearing at your nerves, the things that worries you so deeply, if you'll get your priorities in line, you start doing what God's called you to do. It says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. It says, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit in your field, says the Lord of hosts. If we do it God's way, the way God has called us to do it, according to his measure, then He he's going to bless us He's going to pour out a blessing on us. He's going to restore our marriages. He's going to restore our kids. He's going to restore those friendships. He's going to continue to, to bring up. But it's us. we got to do it God's way and quit doing it our way. Give God the first of my week. Us sitting in here today, today's the first day of the week. Amen? You think about that. When we set aside Sunday... And we attend church and we set this day aside for it to be holy and the Sabbath day that where we're serving the Lord. Every, the first of every week, the first of every month, the first of every year we ought to be able to give to God. These are the things in our lives that we need to look at. Luke chapter number 6 verse 38. It says, give and it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. It says, for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So in everything you do in life, all the kindness you show, if, if, if people are rude and hateful to you all the time, what's the Bible say? 
Give, and it shall be given unto you. But it says, by what measure that you give, that's what comes back to you. You always got heartache coming back to you. What's the Bible say? By what measure you give, it'll be coming back to you. Y'all, there's stuff in life. If we'll get the priorities lined up with God's priorities and do these things God's way, the fourth thing I want you to look at is give God the first of your day. If you work eight hours a day, what's 10% of eight? That'd be what? 16 minutes? Is that right? No. It'd be eight minutes of that, right? When you think about this, if you, if you, if you work eight hours a day, can you not give God one tenth of eight hours in, 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 in prayer? In praise? And in reading? First thing when you wake up every morning, you order, you, you need to get the scripture out. You need to read God's word first. And if you read it before you go to bed every night, that's good and that's great. But did God say do it that way? No. He said do it the first. In prayer, if you wait till you get everything done and your days fell apart, and then you go, you, we want to go to, we want to go to God. He's our first choice, not our last resort. Can we understand that? God is our first choice, not our last resort. This is things that we need to look at in life. If it will go, I mean, if you take the first five minutes of your day, and read Scripture. The next five minutes of your day, you're listening to worship music. You're praising God, giving Him praise and honor. And the next five minutes, pray. You think about this. So God, I'm giving you the first or you'll bless the rest. How many of us in our days, we jump up out of bed, we hop in the shower, out the door, we go to work, and then somewhere maybe an hour or two later down the road, that's when we start acknowledging God, thanking Him for the day. Start driving to work. As a lot of people say, that's when I have my long time with God. It's when I'm on my way to work. Well, you've then wasted an hour or two that God says, give me the first and I'll bless the rest. Give God the first of all you got. Everything in your life ought to be God first, Man, what did I show y'all Wednesday night, the ones of you here? Priority list. What's first? God. What's second? Family. What's third? Others in church. What's fourth? Self. These are the things in our lives. If we'll get this in order, God deserves the first of what He blessed me with. And when I learn to do what God's called me to do, it says that He will rebuke the devourer for my sake. How many of us in here today help me? How many of us in here today are not doing it God's way? You know, God says, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave what? It says, For He gave His only begotten Son. So God's first Son and His only Son was given a sacrifice for us. So God's calling us to give Him the first of everything that we've got. The first of your time, first few minutes of the day, first few minutes of the, of the week, the first few minutes of the month, the first few minutes of the year. God's saying, give me the first of everything you've got. Your paycheck. The first, when you get paid, you ought to set that money aside to go ahead and pay your time. The talents you've got before you go out and do anything in this world, football players, basketball players, softball, volleyball, uh, whatever, 
talents people play guitar music. If you go out on Friday nights and you give God honor and glory with, or if you don't give God, if you if you're lifting yourself up, all this stuff you're doing for yourself to bring honor upon yourself, but yet you're not giving God what He deserves. God says, "Give to me first, that I can bless what's left over for you." God says, "If you do it my way, I can bless it." Y'all, today we want. If you're if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is that day. For you to come to know Him as your Lord and Savior. If you're bound, there's like some of us in here that's bound right now just by heartaches. We're bound by loneliness. We're bound by sickness. We're bound by sin. We're bound by things in our life. We're bound. We want you to know that God wants to set you free. If your finances in a mess, God wants to set you free. But you know what you've got to learn to do? You've got to give it to God. And won't you discover your purpose? What is your purpose? God created you for a purpose, on purpose. Your purpose is to serve others. Are you are you taking what God's given you, and you're giving it back to Him that you can serve others with it? Y'all stand to your feet this now. Is your life in order? Is your, your is, is, is your tithe? I ain't talking about just your money, but your tithe. What you give, what God's give you. Are you tithing to Him with everything? He says, bring all you got to me. The first fruits of what you got. Today I'd ask you, are we doing what He's called us to? That's going to come today. No better time than the first day of the week. No better time than the first day of the week to give Him that offer. To give Him that first fruit. Give Him the first of your worship today. Give Him the first of your devotion today. God says, this is what I'm calling you. I'm asking you to come and do this. Today. Are you doing it God's way? Are you giving Him what's left over?